Welcome to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Now your host, Angelo Petiti. Good morning, yeah. Welcome to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Well, what a beautiful week we have had that uh, the weather has just been uh, just ideal for uh, mid-June. Uh, nice temperatures, nice night temperature. Things have really uh, started uh, to flourish and, uh, and also drying up, drying up to the point where we can uh, really start to, to, to do some of the work that we need to get done out there. Uh, some of the things that um, you know you may want to put on your list to do in the next couple of weeks, uh, this is the time that you want to start trimming uh, some of the plant material, some of the shrubs and some of the trees. Um, you may want to take like all your, uh, especially like your forsythias, uh, they're, they're, they're down blooming. Uh, you can, uh, trim them now. You can trim them heavy. You can go ahead and cut them down to like almost, uh, half or less. Uh, you can even take them down to like eight or ten inches if you want. Uh, let them re-break right out of the bottom. Uh, there's plenty of time for them to set, uh, the flower buds for next year. Um, all the, uh, the lilacs, uh, it's, you know, they're down blooming. Uh, just go ahead and cut them back. You can take as much as one third or one half or whatever, um, it takes to size them up. Uh, you know, as you do some of these plants, make sure that you also look for the old wood, um, inside. If there's some, uh, wood that's old, uh, remove it. You really want to, uh, make sure that you generate, uh, fresh, uh, beautiful young wood in there to, you know, to, um, to, you know, to keep uh, the 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 growth uh, nice and lush and uh, and fresh, your boxwood, your taxes, uh, your arborvitaes, uh, you want to get those trimmed up in the next couple of weeks. The uh, the growth on that is you know it's hard enough now. You can go ahead and uh, shape them and you know, touch them up. Uh, you know, uh, on the arborvitaes, it's really good to take about a couple of inches off all, all the way around. Um, and if you have an edge, uh, just take a couple of inches off on each side. That really makes a huge difference, uh, how it strengthens the plant, uh, so that it doesn't create that softness as we get in the winter. Sometimes when we get some of that wet snow where they'll flop over. Uh, so make sure that uh, you give them a, uh, a trim. Uh, all your junipers, the same thing there. They're perfect time now to give them a really nice trim, uh, especially your upright junipers. Uh, the same thing there. By doing that, it really, uh, strengthens them up. Uh, your pines and your, um, spruces, uh, you can go ahead and, uh, uh, trim those now, your hemlocks. Uh, what you need to do on the pines and the spruces, you want to take about half to two thirds of the new growth off and, uh, shape it so there's got plenty of room there to leave some buds for the new growth and, uh, that will keep them nice and tight, uh, and full. So these are, you know, you have between, uh, this time between now and you want to be done with this by the middle of July. But now the flower, the spring flowering shrubs, you really want to get those done by the end of the month at the latest. Uh, the, this way there's got plenty of time for them to re-break, uh, grow, set the buds so that next year you have a, a really good, uh, you know, blooming season. Uh, same, uh, same thing with your flowering trees. Your, you know, if you have, uh, flowering crabs that, uh, uh, get a little bit out of, uh, you know, size-wise out of hand, just go ahead and trim them up now. Uh, weeping cherries, if they're, you know, hitting the ground, they're, you know, the, the runners have got too long, you can go ahead and, uh, uh, trim those up, touch them up. Uh, Japanese maples, if sometimes they get a little 
be bigger uh, from the space that you have them. You can go ahead and trim those up. Uh, you don't want to trim them up heavy, you know, hard, but you can definitely shape them uh, so that you have a really a nice, uh, you know, nice looking uh, uh, you know, plant and um, and also fit the space that uh, that you have it there. Um, some of the uh, uh, best, uh, you know, summer blooming uh, perennials. Uh, just a, a couple of things there that um, you, you know, if you're looking for something that comes back every year and it blooms uh, all summer, all pretty much all the coreopsis are probably some of the best family to. Uh, uh, to put in there uh, that uh, will keep right on blooming uh, right through the summer. All the carnations, you know, beautiful new varieties of carnations, a lot of color, a lot of fragrance that you can use uh, all, all summer. The galardias, uh, those are all uh, the same thing. There are a lot of new varieties there. Uh, they're short, they're, uh, long bloomers, very easy care, very easy to grow. Uh, perennial geraniums. Um, beautiful plant that just gets better and better every year. All the different rutabacchias, all the different uh, daisies. Uh, these are some of the easiest ones to grow and also some of the best bloomers. Uh, a few more things that you want to uh, take a look at uh, when it comes to the maintenance uh, on your lawn and around the house. Uh, if, you have, you know, if you have a weed problem, now is really the time to use your step two. Uh, best time to use that is in the morning when there's that dew on the ground. Um, you will get a, just a phenomenal coverage, uh, just great results. Uh, there's no, there's no better time. Uh, generally at that time, there's no wind and the dew is on there that will make it just perfect. Uh, also crabgrass is starting to show up, uh, in your lawn and that. If you have any crabgrass that you see is showing up, Catch it as early as you can so it doesn't recede itself. Uh, we become plus crabgrass or, you know, that will, that will work very well in your lawn, uh, or round up or burn out in your beds, uh, that, that will take care of it. Uh, the tomatoes, you know, if, you know, they're going to be a size, make sure that you cage them. Um, or stake them. This is the time that you want to start doing. You know, you want to take care of them. If they, you don't want to wait until they get too big. They're a lot harder to, you know, to work with. And to set the set the fruit. You know, make sure that you spray them with the uh, Bonite Blossom Set Spray. Uh, you want to, you want, you know, that they will encourage the flowering. They will encourage the uh, the, the fruit set. Uh, on tomatoes, eggplant, squash, cucumbers, melons. Uh, these are some of the ones that uh, you really want to uh, address. Uh, as far as on the tomatoes, make sure that you use a lightning line uh, so that um, that gets an even, uh, that re that's what prevents the uh, bottom end rot on the tomatoes. Also make sure that your water is even, no, don't um, overwater them, don't let them go real wet and then real dry. That, that's really what causes a lot of, you know, a lot of problems on the tomatoes. Uh, your herbs, make sure that you harvest them every week. You know, you need to make sure that uh, you keep them uh, vegetative, you keep them growing. Uh, that will give you a lot of, a lot, a lot of harvest and it all, they will also be nice and fresh all the time. Uh, feed them osmocote, uh, in a pot about every, uh, six, seven weeks, in the ground about every six to eight weeks. Um, the, uh, the mosquitoes is another thing that we have been having some problems with. Uh, with the humidity that we have had and that make sure that uh, you keep your bird baths clean make sure that you change the water out don't uh, let any uh, water sit around especially around your patio or the areas where you're, you're going to be uh, uh, you know staying at um, in the, in the uh, bird baths just put a mosquito beetle dunks uh, that really will help the uh, uh, for the um, 
uh, the, the mosquito repellent on there, and uh, you know it'll keep them away from your uh, from the area there. And uh, you can also uh, uh, spray the mosquito beetle repellent around your patio, and the um, you know the areas where you're going to be uh, you know spending some time in around whatever you have any kind of water. Uh, use copper fungicide on the especially on all your. Uh, uh, Tomatoes, cucumbers, uh, melons, uh, squash. Uh, get ahead of it. You know, that will prevent diseases, uh, you know, from it. Well, you know, the funguses. So make sure that uh, you get that ahead of it. Uh, this is the time that uh, that you want to uh, go ahead and address that. Uh, the same thing on the clematis. If you have not done so, make sure that you spray them. Uh, that will prevent all the, uh, uh, you know, the, the black rot on there is that uh, that dries them up. You're listening to Gardening with Angel. Our phone number is area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. We're going to take a very short pause. We'll be right back. Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petiti. We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Good morning, Howard Angelo. Uh, good morning, Andrew. Good morning. How are we doing? Okay. Listen, I have a couple questions. Um, I have some uh, uh, large uh, hyacinths, the purple ones, uh-huh. I, and they, uh, they're done blooming. Can I take those uh, what look like seed pods and plant them in a pot? Uh, you could, but they have to ripen up. Uh, they have to turn black. Yeah. Uh, once they're good and dry, uh, you could, not, and uh, you know you're not going to get exactly what you have there, uh, but uh, you will get a mixture. Uh, yeah, you can definitely do that. Okay, so I can also plant them back in the ground. Yes. Okay. And the second question I have is, uh, and after you do that, uh, cut the stalk off down to the ground, right? And then about mid um, mid August, go ahead and cut uh, the foliage down to like about six inches. Okay. All right. Uh, second question I have is: Is it too late to put uh, triple phosphate on lilac? No, no. You, I would do it now, and I would do it again when it comes uh, uh, October, November. Uh, uh, how deep do I go with that? About uh, six inches. If you can, uh, if you can punch some holes in there, about six inches around the plant uh, in a circle. Uh, right. That's the uh, easiest way to do it. Okay, thanks, Ann. All right, well, you have a great day. Yep, bye-bye. Morgan, how are Angelo? Good morning, Angelo. Good morning, how are we doing? Good, how are you today? Excellent, thank you. Good. Um, Angelo, I've got a um, wedding gown hydrangea mm-hmm. uh, that I purchased at the beginning of last uh, uh, summer, and it really did very well. <clears throat> Excuse me, over the summer, a lot of nice flowers and very hardy. But this year, it's um, it's only about, say, about eight or nine inches Hi, it seems like it's struggling to to come back, and I I'm not quite sure. Just uh, uh, feed it, um, uh, feed it heavy with uh, holly tone and iron tone. Okay. Um, they um, they you know they are a dwarf, so you know they're only going to get to be about um, probably uh, a 12, 15, 18 inches at the most. Uh, in about uh, 36 inches wide, it's uh, they they'll, they'll, you'll have more width and you'll have height. 
um, but they're they're extremely strong. They um, they're late this year. They're not as uh, early because of the uh, the temp the soil temperature. But uh, okay. uh, they, they'll be fine. And the once it starts uh, going, it'll, uh, but all I would do now is just uh, give it uh, some uh, holly tone and iron tone around it. Uh, and you could also even give it some uh, Miracle Grow liquid, uh, okay. you know, just to put it on there. Uh, that'll help it get going. But it, as the the soil temperature goes up, you'll see that they're going to grow like crazy. Okay, because it did very well, you know. Last yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll it'll do the same thing. It just uh, the uh, they, you know, they they just got delayed this year, and they got uh, you know, they just got a slow start, but they'll they'll be just fine. Well, I, I also I purchased um, some of the less dense uh, rhythm, rhythmic blue yep. uh, hydrangeas. Yep. I just just put them in. Yep. Should I feed them also? With yeah, I would feed them at the okay. same. I would feed them at the same time, um, and uh, you're going to love that plant. Yes, I heard a lot of good things about yep. it. So you're going to love that plant. Good, good, very good. All right, thank All right. you very much. Have a great day. Yep. You too. Mm, bye bye. Morning, Arangelo. Hello, good morning. morning. How are we doing? Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Um, I have, I bought sun patients. Some are doing real well. Others are just, you know, they've gotten a little bit taller, but they haven't spread out. Can I cut the top off of them? Yeah, you can pinch them, uh, but generally they should have breaks on the side. Um, there is, uh, there's three types of sun patients. There are the, uh, the dwarfs, which are the, the lowest ones. You know, they'll, they'll only get to be about 12, uh, about 12 to 15 inches in height. Uh, then there's the, the midsize, which is about, uh, 15 to, to 20 inches. And then there's the tall ones, which is about, uh, uh, two to three feet. So there's, uh, there's different sizes that they, um, that they come in, they're not all the exact same thing uh, from a standpoint of uh, of height. Growth-wise, they all grow the same. They all spread out, and they all um, pretty much uh, you know do the uh, you know the, the same thing. But I would, uh, yeah, you can definitely pinch them. Uh, what I would do with some just make sure that up until they get rooted, um, help them along with some Miracle Grow. Uh, make sure that you put Osmocote on the um, uh, on the base of them. Uh, they will, once they get going and they start, uh, they will double in size almost on a, almost on a weekly basis. They are okay. amazing plants. Okay, yes. I'm, uh, also, can I top my tomato plant? I have one in a pot that's just, uh, it's getting put, tall put, put, and spindly. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely tip it, yes. Okay. Go, go, and, down, go down like about six or eight inches and do it, do it where there is a... a, a Leaves coming off on the side, pinching about a quarter inch above the leaf. Okay. And is it too late to plant clematis? No. No, you can plant clematis all year. The only thing that uh, make sure that, um, uh, you know, when you plant them, uh, you know, feed them. um, And also make sure that you put about two inches of mulch on top of the ground so they keep some cool. Uh, Best spot for clematis, sun with late afternoon shade. Okay. And does Osmocote keep from year to year? Yes, absolutely. As long as it stays dry, uh, yeah, it will keep from year to year. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Well, you have a great day. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Morgia Angelo. Yeah, Angelo. Good morning. Uh, yeah, Angelo. Yes, go ahead. I uh, I have those little pinholes in my rose leaf. 
Yeah, just go ahead and spray them either with uh, a, um, you know, eight. Well, we'll do the job. Uh, what you have there are just uh, little mites. Uh, just go ahead and, um, you know, spray them, and that, that, that will take care of it very quickly. Okay, thank you. All right. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Morning, Angelo. Hello, good morning. Yeah, hi, Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing? Good. How are you? Excellent. Thank house. you. Thank you. Uh, I have a house that's about 70 years old, and it has beautiful Pakistani beds all around it, which I've always loved. And a couple of years ago, they... Some of them, not all of them, started to look bad, and now I've lost a lot of the Pakistanian. I'm wondering if something's going on. In the yeah, the, they get a fungus. They get a fungus. Um, you know, once it gets in there, it just keeps spreading. Uh, one thing about Pakistanian, you definitely have to make sure that you keep it sprayed uh, with a fungicide on there. Uh, what I would do now is, uh, one, I would clean it all out, you know, whatever it's uh, whatever you have left over there. Uh, if you can get a, a hard tip rake, kind of clean up all the debris in there. Um, is it is it all wherever it's gone? Is it gone, or is it just looking uh, where they dropped the leaves, or you still got the stalks, or no? Well, you know, uh, I checked it last year. I thought it might be fungus, and I looked at the leaves. I saw nothing. They just die and then go away. Um, it's dirt underneath them. You know, mulch now and mulch. So. Yeah. Um, uh, you, uh, you know, just spray them with fun. You know, spray them with fungicide. Clean it out. Whatever you have there now, and put uh, Osmocote on there in the spring, and put Osmocote on there like in midsummer. Um, that will help them. Uh, that will keep the they'll keep the the plant vegetative. But the most important thing is uh, using uh, the fungicide on it. The copper fungicide works really well on them. Which one? Copper. Co- copper fungicide. Yes. Copper fungicide. Uh, and I have one quick question. Can I take the perennials that I have and, and put Miracle Grow on them? Absolutely, absolutely. But okay. you, you talk about, about in the ground. The pre your in the ground. Morgan Angelo. Good morning. I have two questions, Angelo. The first one is my dahlias are not doing well. Last year they were great. Now the leaves are yellow, and it looks like something might be eating at the leaves. Yeah, I would go ahead and uh, spray them with uh, either eight, or you can spray with Captain Jack, uh, Dad Brew. Uh, both of that, uh, both of those will work well on it. Um, I would keep them uh, fed. Uh, make sure to use asthma code on them. Are they in the ground or do you have them in pots? In the ground. In the ground. Um, the, uh, you, did you just plant those? Um, no, it's been about a month and they were doing good. And then when all those maple seed things uh, came, so, yeah, they, something happened. Yeah. I would just go ahead and you know just spray them with that, uh, feed them. Uh, if they're a little spindly, cut them back. They will come right back out. They will, you know, they will perform beautifully. Okay. Uh, just uh, if you see that they're a little bit of spindly, uh, just go ahead and cut those back. They will rebreak uh, very quickly and uh, uh, set bud. But the most important thing, I would spray them and feed them. Uh, feed them osmocote about every two months in the ground. Okay, that's great. And my other question is about ivy. The ivy has taken over the flower bed is there any way to get rid of it other than just to pull it out uh i mean you can spray it with roundup oh uh, just spray it with straight roundup just to get it, the, the concentrated um uh, that, that would not affect the other plants around it well yeah you're gonna have to protect those oh okay you're gonna, all right you're gotcha. gonna have to protect those well you know what uh what do you have there now you mean other than the yeah. ivy? um there's some shrubs 
and um, I've got viburnum trees, so it's more like okay. these big trees. There's a Japanese maple. There are not flowers planted in the ground around them. It's okay. more like shrubs. Okay, the shrubs, what what you can do, you can just get a garbage bag, put it right yeah. on top of the shrub, and kind of tie it at the bottom. Okay. Then you can go ahead and spray it. And then take the, the the bag off. As far as the trees are concerned, as long as there is no foliage on the trees, you can go with the Roundup right up to the trunk. Uh, you're not going to hurt the plant at all. Uh, but on the shrubs, the best thing to do is if you get a you know a big garbage bag and just yeah. put it right over the top and tie it at the bottom, so that nothing hits the the plant. As soon as you're done spraying, just take it off, and uh, that'll work very well. Okay, great. Thank you so much. All right. Well, you have a great day. Yeah. Bye bye. Morning, Angelo. Hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning, Angelo. How we doing? All right. I've uh, heard you talk about something in the past uh, when you find these uh, small, perfectly round holes in the ground. Yes, voles. Yeah, I didn't remember what you do to take care of that. Mole max. Mole, put the mole max around there, and repels all. Um, and the the mole max make sure that you water it in. Uh, that will take care of it. Yeah, when you find when you have those holes, those perfect uh, round holes, you don't want to waste any time on that because basically what they're doing, they bore underneath the tree. They're eating the roots of the tree or the shrubs every day. Uh, yeah. So the, the sooner you get rid of them, uh, the the more the chances that the the plants will survive. All right, that sounds like a plan. Okay, you yeah. have, you have a great day. All right, yeah, bye bye. Morgan Angelo. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Angelo. Hi. How we doing? Oh, good. This is Pete from Cleveland Heights, Hi, Ohio. Pete. Hi, Pete. I got a bunch of questions, but the one that you, I think you already talked about a little bit, um, the squash plants. How do you tell a male from the female blossom? Because I got a lot of the the the, the male blo- the male blossom. They come every day, <clears throat> and they're usually above the plant. The female stays at the bottom. So the male's above. The male is above the, 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 you'll see it comes straight up. It's always above the leaves. The female blossom is at the bottom. And which one possesses the feet? The, 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 the female. female the female. Do you cut the males off? Yes. Or, okay. or you can just, no, just, you can just leave them there. They, they'll, they're only going to last a day and then they're gone. So you can okay. just leave them there. And the females will last longer. The female, they have to produce the fruit. Yeah, they sure they will. do, of yeah. course. And what did you say spraying with? A copper fungicide. Okay, I've never done that before. Yep, that a good time to do it, and uh, that will prevent any uh, the diseases from uh, getting on there. Okay, doc. And uh, next one is. What's the difference between biotone and plantone? I, I went to Home Bi- Depot. Bi- biotone, biotone is a root uh, root stimulator. Yeah. Uh, that what that does it uh, really gets the roots to, to uh, develop uh, at an amazing rate. Uh, plantone is just a uh, that's the the food source. They're two 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 totally different uh, things. Okay, well, I well, I guess planted. I didn't have any. I tried to get some biotone, but I was plantone, so I put that in with my. Yeah, that, that, I put that that's okay. Top. That's okay. That's good. Okay, good. Um, the the lupine I got. Can I do, if I cut off the old blooms, will it rebloom? Yes, it should push the new blooms out. Yes. Okay, and what do you say about uh, tomatoes? Top uh, them off. 
If they get too big? If they get too big, you can definitely t- tip them off. Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right. Last, no, right. Thank you very much. All right. You have a great Bye-bye. day. Thank you, uh, We are up to the news. We're going to take a short pause. We will be right back. Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petiti. We are back. You're listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Good morning, Howard Angelo. Hello, good morning. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm planning on pretty good. I'm planning on uh, tillering my entire backyard. I'm having a hard time just growing grass. Um... So once I tiller it, can you just give me some some tips on, you know, what, what grass do you, uh, needs to use? I, uh, well, here let me let me ask you this. Um, so what do you have there now? As far as what grass? As, yeah. Or what, what's there now? Just is that bare soil? Is that the old grass? What's in there now? Uh, this just like old grass and mixed in with some new. Because you know I, I planted some grass three weeks ago. Some grew, some didn't. Okay. And I have patches around in my yard. All right. Uh, what I would do, um, I would get a, um, I would cut the grass as low as your lawnmower will go. Uh huh. Then I would get a uh, detacher. Get the detach. The detacher's got blades on it. Set the blades to go three quarters of an inch into the ground. You follow me so far? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So. You, you you set the blades to go three-quarters of an inch into the ground, run the detacher both ways, okay? Okay. Um, when you're all done, clean up everything that's there. Uh, then put lime down. Put fer- uh, somebody did tell me lime. Okay, okay. put lime down, put fertilizer down, put grass seed down. The best grass seed for you to use is called Black Beauty. It's black a, beauty. Yeah, black beauty. It's uh, it's a Jonathan. Okay. Um, this is a it's a, um, a form of uh, um, of uh, rye blend that um, is it very drought resistant, very disease resistant. Got beautiful color all summer. Uh, extremely extremely drought resistant. Uh, does very very well in our area. Uh, you put that down. Um, and then put fertilizer down at the same time. Uh, you do like one after the other. When you're all done, just uh, keep it moist. Don't cut the grass for uh, two to two and a half weeks. Um, and uh, within about a month, you're going to have a beautiful lawn uh, by doing that. Uh, the reason why so either some stuff is not growing there, either uh, the soil is, uh, you know, over here our soil has a tendency to be more of acidy. When the when uh-huh. the, when the pH is not right, what happens? Nothing works, so everything struggles to grow. So, uh, make sure that you use the lime on a yearly basis. The the okay. the name of the lime for you to get is called lightning lime. You it, said light green. No, lightning lightning lime. Oh, lightning right. lightning lime. Yeah, okay. there it it works immediately um it you know it gets into the soil immediately those are the steps that you need to take it's a very very if you try to rototill that soil <clears throat> number one you're going to have a disaster in your hand it's going to cost you a fortune and when you're all done you're going to have a very crappy looking place so uh, this is very very easy to do 
um, that it's not going to cost you a whole, you know, a, a much money. All you get a little bit of work, but when you're done, you will have a brand new, beautiful lawn. Okay. Okay. Now, you you um, got it all now. You got it all written yeah, down. Okay. Do I use starter fertilizer? I would. You can use starter fertilizer, or, or you can use regular fertilizer. Just use a slow release fertilizer. Don't use like twelve, 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 or anything like that. You need a, you need like a a, a turf builder, like a Scotts turf builder, uh, which are a very slow release, or a Scotts starter fertilizer. Okay. Now, one last question: Where can I get the uh, the Black Beauty? Um... You, you should be able to get that in any garden center. Any Carson. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I, I I hope this works. Thank you very much, sir. That'll work. Okay. Have a great day. Morning, Gary Angelo. Hello. Good morning. Hey, Angelo. How we doing? Hey, good. How you doing? Good. Good. Thank you. Hey, what about that uh, call? Kind of racy call for a Saturday morning, trying to determine the sex of different plants. <laughs> uh well, no, that that no, that's that's a uh, that's a very legitimate. Uh, that was a very legitimate call because uh, okay. unless unless you know the difference between the 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 flowers, uh, you may be you may be pulling the wrong flower out. I got you. Okay, gotcha. all right. Okay, listen, we have a burning bush that we cut way down in December, okay. the middle of December. So it was dormant, but it hasn't come back. Two yeah. burning bushes. What's what's up? Are we still good? No, no. You cut it at the wrong time. The only time you can cut burning bush hard is in the spring, and that has to be when the uh, the the buds are just starting to swell. That's the only time you can cut them back. You know, hard, you know, as hard as you want at that time. Okay. okay. But uh, when you cut it back, it basically dehydrated, and uh, the the plant is gone. Oh my God! Okay, so okay, we'll probably just buy. Yeah, we'll just go ahead and replace it. All right, great, thanks. All right, you have a great day. Yep, yeah, bye bye. Morgan Arangelo. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Okay. How about you? Excellent. Thank you. Uh, two questions: uh, Is it still possible to find the old-fashioned viburnum bushes in stores, or because of the sure. beetle? Sure. No, they still have them. They yeah. do. Oh yeah, the tornadoes. Yes. Okay, that's great. You sell them at your stores. Uh, I believe we do. Okay. Uh, my next question is: I've seen in different stores the fertilizer spikes for bushes and trees. When would you want to use those versus things, you know, fertilizer that you would scatter on the surface? Um, I mean, the, the the best time to use it would be early spring. I'm not a fan of the spikes. I think that's too much fertilizer concentrated in one area. I, I prefer myself a, a much slower release. Uh, there's nothing better than plantone um, or hollytone for the um, for the evergreens. Uh, once you use that product uh, a couple of years in a row, uh, pretty amazing what the plants look like from not only from a, a growth standpoint, but if you look at the sheen. In the foliage, uh, that's a very slow organic uh, fertilizer. The spikes, uh, they work. I'm not going to say they don't work. But I just don't like the fact that all, all that fertilizer is concentrated in one spot, and that has to find its way out uh, to get them. Um, so, from from a personal preference, I don't prefer that. Uh, but if you if you were going to use them, I would use them uh, early spring, and then I would use them uh, in July. 
I always wonder with the spikes if you put them like in the wrong place and maybe it's like is it like too much it's very it's very hard right it's very hard to get it even because you know you you can't put it you know you can't put that many the way you can go all the way around the plant so you're going to have to kind of place them in areas and then it has to kind of work its way out right um and then the the same thing it's not a it's not a um is a um slow release to what it stays there after a while it washes out and it's done and actually, one other question. Is and, I, there, and one more thing about that, from a cost standpoint, it's about as high. It's about the highest cost you could have to feed your plants. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's good to know too. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. Go ahead. And um, and then, is there such a thing as a full size tomato that has anything like the sweetness of a cherry tomato? Uh yeah, I think I think celebrity. Okay, celebrity is uh, probably as close to that as you're going to get. But if you really want the real sweet taste, you're going to have to go. You, to you, yeah, if you want them really sweet, but celebrity is very very close to that, and that's a great tomato. Disease resistance. Yes. And everything yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's um, uh, it's a full size, um, like about a three and a half inch uh, tomato, a really good. Uh, good fruit, good uh, good taste. Uh, probably one of the better tomatoes. Uh, that and better boy. Okay, yeah. All right, well, All right. let's try them out. Okay. And enjoy your Father's Day. Yeah, you do the same. Thank you All so right, much. You. Yeah. Yep. Bye bye. Morgia Rangelo. Hello. Yes. Good morning. Hi. How we doing? Uh, good. So I have a question about a bird bath. I bought a a cement bird bath from your Oakwood store got to be 20 years ago before it was all remodeled when the statuary was all in the kind of in the front there Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful and it's lasted but in the base of the or in the in the water part of the feeder the you know the cement sort of gradually chips away is there a way to resurface that that's safe yeah yeah there's that you can actually buy um they make a um uh, a cement uh, that you can, um, it's a, it's a very, you make it very liquid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you put it on there and will bind to the existing cement. Um, I wish I knew what the name of it was. Uh, we have used it, um, to, um, kind of certain, you know, in areas where sometimes the cement was not even, mm-hmm. uh, on the walkways and, uh, we ju- you put it right on top of the cement and it binds to it. Um, if you go to a, um, to a hardware store or someplace where they sell cement and you know that uh you uh, ask them for um it's a, it's a it's a quick crete product the name of the company is quick crete right okay um but it's one of their products but that's a um it's a very um you you make it uh not not watery, but very soft. Where you can actually take it there, you can kind of brush it on okay. the whole thing, and and it will blend in. Oh, okay. And, and it does not, you know, and it will and it will last on there. Yeah, because I was, I, you know, I've been searching for something, but it seemed like that <coughs> certain that, things would that, release something into the water. Yeah, no, 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 not not a problem, not a problem okay. with that. It gets and it sets up very quickly. You know, it, it it only you know it sets up literally within the fifteen twenty minutes. It's ready to use. Oh, great! Oh, okay. okay, well, I'll do that. Now, I, I, earlier in the show, you mentioned about the trimming the junipers. Yes. So, I have 
junipers that are five feet tall that were installed in my yard two years ago. Mm-hmm. And there's some new growth. Um, so sh- how do I trim them? To- you, you got so you 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 kind of uh, start you know, on the side. You mm-hmm. want to take about two to two and a half inches all the way around. Okay. So all the the new growth. Yes. Yeah. Just go ahead and trim them so that you, what you want that what you're trying to do you're trying for them to re-break from the inside so that they get nice and thick, mm-hmm. and the existing branches get nice and strong so that okay. they become firm. Okay. Um, so just um, uh, just trim them and you know you want you know get them into a point so you can go ahead and cut the leader cut that off a little bit you know mm-hmm. uh, about two to three inches and then start uh, all the way around just take about a couple of inches um, feed them uh, and they will start the new growth the new growth will start because they're going to get more light on the inside you'll see that the whole inside will fill out so much better oh, okay all right is it sort of makes me nervous to nip off all I, I don't I, it, it, yeah but believe me uh they won't They'll they'll be absolutely fine, and okay. they will be better and better. Uh, I would do that uh, once a year, and this okay. is the time to, the, the time to do it. Okay, so I'll take care of that. And uh, uh, copper fungicides, I should apply that to them now. Is that? Yes, I would. Yes, okay. I would. All right. Okay, that's it. Thank you very much. All right. Well, you have a great day. Thanks. Yep. Bye bye. Morgan Arangelo. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How we doing? I'm good. I have a question concerning Pakistanru. Uh-huh. I have huge beds across the front of our home that's been infiltrated with morning glory. When I tried to pull the morning glory, it came back thicker than ever. Yep. Will, will it hurt the Pakistanru, or should I remove it? Well, um, <laughs> you have a, a problem there that there's really no solution. Oh, um, you can't. The more you pull the the morning glory, uh, the more you're multiplying it. Yeah. Um. Now, if you have, is it like thick or is it just starting or? It's pretty thick. Pretty thick. It's laying on top of a big portion of the pack of sandwiches. Okay. Well, uh, the only way that you could really. Um, uh, get it get it out of there what i would do is um cut the um cut the uh morning glory you know n- don't pull it just cut it uh so that just a little bit above it's above the pagasandra okay? okay then uh i would just get straight round up put it in a bucket i'd get a sponge and with the sponge i would go ahead and put the um the morning glory in between the sponge and pull the sponge on it. But okay. you, you leave some leaves on there. You have to leave a few leaves on there. The leaves are, are what's going to take it through the through the stem. Okay. Very tedious, but that's the only way you're going to be able to do it. Okay. Um, and th- whatever you do, don't pull it. The more you pull, you will multiply that thing ten times every time you pull one. I learned that the hard way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, but uh, it's it's tedious. Um, and to stay on it because all it takes is a little, a little split uh, left in there that'll start over again. Morning glory is probably one of the most hardest thing to to get rid of. So just be persistent through the summer, and that's okay. the, use Roundup straight. Do not mix it with water or just put it. Just use it straight. And um, but you know when you do it, you know squeeze the, squeeze the sponge in the bucket. 
uh, and um, you know, so that it doesn't drip on the Pagasandra, and then just put the uh, uh, the branch of the morning glory in the middle, and just kind of rub it with the um, uh, with the sponge, um, and you will get rid of it that way. Okay. One more question, if I could please. Sure. Now that the rhododendron have bloomed out, should those blossoms be cut back? Actually, uh, this is the time that, that I forgot to mention that uh, it's what happens when you don't write things down. I forgot to mention rhododendrons. Uh, when I went through the list of all the things to trim, rhododendrons <laughs> is, is definitely, you want to trim them now. And what okay. you do is you take the um, the new growth, uh, you cut that halfway. Uh, and that will, you know, that will give you enough buds there to re-break and set buds for next year. Okay. Okay. Um, the, and the, if you have uh, PJMs, uh, you can go ahead and cut those pretty much across hard, you know, hard. You can actually uh, use okay. an edge, edge shear on those and kind of shape them. Um, but on the, um, on the uh, uh, large leaf rhododendrons, you want to use a hand pruner and okay. kind of get the new growth and cut that halfway. If they are bigger than you want them, if they're too big, you can go. You can take the new growth off, go into last year's uh, growth, and cut that halfway. Uh, okay. That will force growth from the inside, and still plenty of time for that to come out. Set buds for next year. Oh, perfect! And feed them whenever you trim. Make sure that you feed them uh, on the on the rhododendrons. Use halitone, nyrotone, and everything else. Plant on an nyrotone. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right. Well, you have a great day. Yep. Bye-bye. Margaret Arangelo. Hi, good morning, Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing? Uh, all right. Uh, on my basil and rosemary, is it all right to put Garden Safe Fungicide 3? Uh, I would just use, um, uh, no, no, I would just use Copper Fungicide. Copper Fungicide? Yeah, that's organic. Uh, you can spray it and you can pick it the same day, no problem. Oh, okay. Okay, another question is, I planted a, a pink dogwood about five weeks ago, and it's not looking too good. I think it's, it might be dying. The branches at the end are turning dark um, all the way around, and there's no leaves on it. I watered it, and um, just yeah. not sure if it'll make it or not. Uh, but if it is, is it leafing out now? No. Yeah, if it's not leafing out, it's not going to leaf out anymore. Just go, oh, okay. Yeah, just, just go and exchange it for another one. Okay. Okay, and last question is, I live in Concord, uh, right on the Chardon border, uh -huh. and I just took out all everything in the front of the house. What are some good plants? Uh, like, I mean, um, the roadies are all right on the corner. They're sort of protected. But uh, the azaleas, they die, so I, I got rid of the yeah, azaleas. I, I would, never made it. Th this is what I would do, okay? Uh, I would get some... Um, I would use Alberta spruce as your corner, um, every, you know, just for evergreens, so they give yeah. you the side. Uh, okay. Then I would use some boxwoods for uh, spotted, you know, putting some boxwoods so that gives you some greenery through, through the rest, through the winter. And then I would okay. use, you got a proven winner, uh, spireas, that they are phenomenal color uh, all summer. I would use the wygelias. These are all dwarfs. Okay. Um, the wygelias, they, they not only foliage color and they bloom a little lime, Hydrangea, Bobo Hydrangea, um, the Elliptic Blue Hydrangea, the, uh, if you want a white, use Wedding Gown, uh, uh, LA Dreaming Hydrangeas, 
These are okay. phenomenal plants. Uh, uh, by where you're at over there, uh, since you, you know, uh, for evergreen, I would also use japonicas. They will give you beautiful foliage with beautiful color on the, uh, and they are an evergreen. Um, and then, you know, the, the uh, we have, um, we grow some uh, proven winner, uh, uh, proven winner, um, rhododendrons that they are absolutely phenomenal. They're disease resistant. The only negative thing about those plants is they, the color choices are very limited. Um, I believe there's a purple, there's a, there's no reds and there's no white. There's a purple and a pink. I think those are the two colors, uh, that they come in. Uh, but phenomenal plant, very dwarf, very compact, disease resistant, uh, great plants. But, um, okay. those are really good choices. They're, uh, all those are all dwarf plants. Um, they don't need a lot, you know, hardly any spraying. There's, there's, uh, not much that attacks them. Uh, very easy to take care of, very easy to grow, and a lot of color all summer in the late fall. Okay, and they'll handle the west side, the west. The, they will that. love, they will love the west side, yes. Okay. And what was the first one you said, Albertus? Is it Albertus? The, the, the Albertus spruce, they're, they're a conical, uh, dwarf spruce that they grow extremely, extremely slow. I would use those on the corners so that you have, you know, some definition on your landscape and then I, the rest of it. And then you want to kind of uh, place some uh, boxwoods and japonicas and rhododendron. Those are all evergreens. So those will, those will give you the greenery for the winter that everything else I would use the little lime, the bobo, uh, the spireas and the, um, and the wygelias. They'll give you beautiful color through the summer. Okay, and what uh, last thing? Uh, what was the the stuff you said to put on the uh, basil and the rosemary? Copper, uh, fi- or the, copper or fungi- aphids away. Copper fungicide, and that'll keep aphids away. No, not the aphids. I would use for aphids and that. I would go ahead and use Captain Jack's Dead Brew. That's organic. The copper fungicide, and I would use both of those. I would use. I would spray them with the copper fungicide, and I would also spray them with the Captain Jack's. Uh, these are both organics. You can use them and harvest the same day. Okay. Yeah, that's what most of the problem is the aphids. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, the, the yeah, Captain funny. Jack, Captain Jack will take care of that with no problem whatsoever. Okay. Thanks a All lot. All right. Have a great day. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. Morning, Howard Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Mm-hmm. Go questions. Go ahead. Uh, the first is um, when is the best time to transplant peonies? Ours have just finished. Uh, m- middle of August. Okay. So we got some time there. And then what I would do just on the peonies, um, generally you'll see when the leaves start to kind of, um, yellow out a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, that w- that's the perfect time. Cut the foliage down to the ground, dig up the clump. Um, okay. are you going to split them? Yeah. Okay. If you're going to split them, then, um, dig up the clump, clean up the dirt around, make, you'll be able to see the eyes. The eyes will be very visible. Mm-hmm. When you go to replant them, very critical that that's the, level of the soil is the exact the same as where those eyes are now okay if you bury those a little bit too deep they're going to grow beautiful but you're going to have no flowers ah okay 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 go ahead and then then, um we have a decent sized garden we have a lot of success with squash zucchini cucumber and all of our herbs in, in our tomatoes, we we just don't we can't seem to get it right with um, any kind of pepper plant. Is there do you have any 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 thoughts on that? Uh, so what happens to the peppers? Sometimes we get like one pepper, uh, and it it, it kind of starts to sort of like uh, an almost okay. rot and okay. wither. Okay, when do you, when do you plant the peppers? 
with, with everything else around Memorial Day. Okay, I would plant the peppers even a little bit later. The peppers love uh, they love the heat. Okay, they, they love the warm soil. Okay. Um, and also, when you first plant peppers, I never recommend to use osmocote on like okay. tomatoes and that stuff. On peppers is the only one that I would use some osmocote for one okay. reason. You really need to keep, they have a tendency to flower and go into fruit right away. Once okay. that flower sets, the pepper really starts, it kind of, it's finished height wise and growth wise. Right. Yeah. And, and you don't want they that. They you never know, so, grow up. So when you when you first plant them, instead of using, um, and that's the, the, of of the fruits where you have uh, actual fruit on it, uh, mm -hmm. this it's the only one that I would recommend osmocote on. Okay. Um, and then I would another thing that I would do when you first plant them, water them with uh, Miracle Grow on the foliage for about two weeks, because it takes two weeks for the roots to be out. Then the okay. osmocote will kick in. What happens? They starve themselves, and when they start to starve themselves, the flower comes out. And once the flower comes out, it's over. Right. That's so. that. That's what you're. That's what you're uh, phasing. So, uh, 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 don't do that on anything else. But do it on the peppers, and you will find that. And plant them at the end of May. The, when it's I mean, warm. When, when when it's warmer. Can um, I still plant they, them now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got plenty okay. of time. Yeah, plant them oh, now. Okay. But just do those few things that I just told you, and you will see that the plants will be. And also, when you buy them, make sure that there's no flowers on them. If there's flowers on them, don't get those. Okay. So, okay. Osm Osmocote. Osmocote yeah. when you first plant them, and then for the and first two weeks, just use Miracle Grow on them. Okay, let, exactly. me know how, let me know how that works this fall. Excellent. Excellent. I will. Thank you very much. All right. Much. Yeah. You have a great bye -bye. day. Yeah. Bye-bye. Well, the hour is pretty well done. Uh, beautiful day out there. A little cloudy, but a nice temperature. Um, looks like it's going to be a nice day to be out and about. Um, I'd like to wish all the, the wonderful dads out there uh, happy Father's Day. It's just a great weekend. Enjoy it with the family, and uh, I'll be back next Saturday. Bye-bye.